This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's late. The kind of late that calls itself late, but has enough early in it to be almost respectable. Almost. All hell. Did we hit another wormhole? Yeah. But it's the good kind that comes with hats. Oh, is that a trilby? (laughs) Trilbys are for journalists. This is a fedora. Hush. The sun is still slinking behind the horizon, unwilling to cast the harsh light of day on the characters who are better off in the dark. And speaking of slinking... It was a cold December morning when she oozed into my life like Lyle's golden syrup poured over a snowbank. Hang on a minute. Is he doing narration? It's genre appropriate. Just enjoy the hat. I look like an 1890s newspaper boy. (laughs) That's not new. She was dressed in black from head to toe. Black like secrets and storm clouds and the meatloaf at Tiny Tony's breakfast bar. What feeble light managed to sneak in under my window shades just gave up and let her have the room. Can I help you? I... Find myself in need of some assistance. If you're looking for directions, judging by your accent, I'd say take a slight right at Greenland. She smiled at that, but her eyes said the Beatles already made that joke and did it better. Huh. The Beatles? Really? Isn't this like 1942? Just go with it. If that's as helpful as you intend to be, I'd advise you to head directly south. Is that your way of saying go to hell because been there ruled that? Ha! I see our banter is off to a rocky start. Whose fault is that? Not mine. I can bant with the rest of them. (laughs) But uh, until you're up to speed, shall I explain my situation? She said situation like it had just crawled out of a tangle of sheets in a satin-choked boudoir and blown me a kiss. This doesn't bother you. The one who narrates these kinds of scripts usually gets shot at least once. So I'm good, thanks. He paused, cocking his head to one side like a confused dog. Only this dog was clad neck to mid-thigh in a gold lame romper and had a bident propped oh so casually against the grubby wallpaper. Her too? Oh come on, this is getting out of hand. Where are you going? To call my union rep. You don't have one. Fine, I'll call yours. How many times I gotta tell you don't slam the door? That window's holding on by its nails. (laughs) My fault your carpentry skills are on par with your other charms. And a grand good morning to you too, boss. Oh, hiya. Who's this? New client. That's a bit presumptuous. 
I think you mean who is a bit presumptuous, but you don't seem that bad to me. I beg you. What? Now that's banter. Is it? Don't suppose you could scrape up a couple of cups of joe, hey doll? Scrape is right. You gotta pony up for a new coffee machine, boss. They got better tasting tarmac under the plains at JFK. Tell it to our bank account. Coffee coming up. But call me doll again, and I'll have to pour yours straight down your neck hole. Huh, you're back. What'd you find out? Did you know your contract has a noiration exclusion? Yep. You missed the entrance of the saucy but loyal secretary. Damn it, I love banter. But did I overhear her say JFK? As in the airport in 1942? Are you going to question every anachronism? Because there's gonna be lots, and I'm gonna get annoyed. You still haven't told me why you're gracing my linoleum. Oh, it's a long story. I get paid by the hour. Well, get comfortable. Okay, so I teach... I got comfortable, but let me tell you, it didn't last. The story that Dame Unleashed came at me like a hangry, hangry hippo on the trail of a crocodile-scented cantaloupe. Colleague of mine, a brilliant scientist named Dr. von Harbesetzer, and I had a fling. Then he disappeared right before my eyes. One moment he was lying there trying to catch his. Are you taking notes? Hangry, hangry hippo. This is gold. I'm totally writing this up for my panel at this year's Narrator Con. Wait, we have a con? No, tour guide, you do not have a con. We have a con. Hush. The tape is a hold of they're 40 years old. And that's why I'm looking for help. See? That's quite a story. How'd you stumble through my door? Stumble is right. I think the uh, thumbtacks have come loose from the linoleum around the door jam. I don't know where she came from or how she found me, but she wove a tale more complicated than a fishtail braid and, frankly, twice as fishy. One look and I knew he hadn't swallowed my tail hook, line and sinker as I'd hoped. More nibbled at it, thought better of it and returned to the safety of an underwater log jam. But I could tell. Another cast or two and I'd have him on the hook. This is just getting silly. With a last disgusted look, either at me or the styrofoam cup of gas station coffee, or maybe both, she glided out my door, leaving a faint trail of expensive perfume and cheap shots. Uh, Given the hordes beating at your door, I, I suspect you can start today, yes? Some days it's hordes, some days it's hoes. You have a nice afternoon now. And you. Well, that was interesting. I knew I should have put laxative in her cup. Doesn't matter, she didn't drink any. I meant instead of yours. Also, I hid the key to the men's room. What? What What did you do that for? So you'd know what it's like to go three floors to a freezing cold ladies' room, that's why. Better get a move on. It's famous for being efficient. Damn it, Donna, you have no idea how hard it is to wiggle out of a onesie. Oh, I'll use that image to keep me warm on my next trip down there. Wipe the sink.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stepping on board the Eyes 9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. Now do we get to do our jobs? Let's just let this one ride. Unless you're really keen for a 22 slug in the ribs. After the story I just heard, my first stop, my second stop, was Dr. Theo's lab. Coincidentally, he worked at the same spy school as my client and her misplaced paramour. If anybody had any idea what was going on, it'd be him. I have no idea. And don't touch that, it's an anachronism. Dr. Theo Brome wasn't just the smartest guy I knew, he was also the strangest. He skulked around the hallways of the MCCACEC like he was afraid the football team would tackle him the minute he poked his nose out of the lab. He moved offices at least once a month, and loud noises made him twitch like my mother-in-law's eyelid at the Pompeii Pomegranate Festival. Come on, Doc, you gotta have something. Sadly, no. You're talking about metaphysics here, a breach in the fundamental nature of being. Pompeii Pomegranate Festival. When you were a kid, did you hunt for Easter eggs or just ask your parents to point them all out to you? Pluto plus pomegranate, look it up. Do you think what she's suggesting is even possible? What was that? What was what? That sounds like two dozen pom-poms being muffled as cheerleaders sneak up the staircase. Could we set aside the paranoia for just a minute, please? Or the fantasy? I assure you, it's neither. They've stolen my spare lab coat, my lunch, and my mortar. I'm sure this time they're after my pestle. Wow, running right up to the edge of family-friendly, huh? I've heard of people meticulously plotting their own disappearance, but this... this stretches the bounds of credibility. They're in the hallway. I can smell the teen spirit. Teen spirit? Two. Call it a drinking game. Take a shot for every anachronism. So what you're saying is, what she's hinting at is impossible. I suppose it's theoretically possible, but not with today's technology. In my experience, detective, people tend to disappear in space, not in time. Well, what have we here? I got a ticket. Hiya. Jesus! No, sir, just a friendly beat cop. Though maybe I do need a haircut. 
Maybe the sandals are a bit much. Are you the fellow who put this parking ticket on my road? That I am. Have you any idea who I am? Can't say as I do. Should I? <laughs> the boys and I recommend you do some uh, research. In the meantime... Hey, now. All right. That's an extra five bucks for littering. Make sure he doesn't forget my name. All right, boys, that's enough. Well, hey now. Where you been, doll? Here and there, Colin. Here and there. I told you not to call me Colin. It's not even your real name, Horace. Well, I like Red. So maybe you just call me Red, if you know what's good for you. I'm in a back alley in New York City at O-Dark 30, chatting with a crime boss. Knowing what's good for me ain't exactly my modus operationals. Well, since you're already making bad decisions, how about you slide on in and keep me cozy until seat warmers are invented? Oi, you're pushing it with the electric window. Tell your boys to go easy with the local blue. We got a nice balance in this neighborhood. What's news? You want I should spill the sauce in front of a cop? You're going soft, Red. He's out and snoring. But watch your mouth, doll. Even ladies ain't allowed to call me that. Good thing I ain't a lady, then. Word is, somebody's looking into that Von Hasta La Vista fella's disappearance. Hey, hey. Give that word any more spin, and I could drill holes in this lurk's head. Oh. Who's was looking? Some dame. Brit. Dressed tighter than Mo here on the Friday after payday. Well, perhaps we best do a little investigating ourselves. Who does she consult? Uh, Goldie Pants Detective Agency. Got it. On, Chester. Oi! Thanks for the lift, you tiny hairball. Ah, welcome back, baby bull. Let me help you up. Oh, uh, carefully, carefully. Oh, oh. Right, my sacroiliac. Oh. What are you doing with the likes of him? Yeah, he ain't so bad. Oh, not so bad. He just left you in a dark alley and took off. Hey, what are you, my brother or something? Oh, well, uh, this is awkward. Um, <clears throat> surely you don't need Red and his crowd in your life. Look, I've been poor and goody two-shoes, and I've been rich with fellas drinking champagne out of one of them shoes. And believe me, rich is better. Even if your shoes are a little sticky and your stockings smell like Dom Perignon. Yeah, well, thanks to you, someone's got to warn the detective that Red and his boys are coming for him. <laughs> you do that, baby bull. I got a long-standing appointment with a bar stool. Mm, where can I find you? Ugh, in case we need you to identify Red's boys in the lineup. <laughs> Sweetie, the only lineup in my future is a line of tequila shots straight down the bar. But I will tell you one thing. Red and co. most often hang out at the Hell's Bells on 96th and Central Park. By the time I got back to my office, things had taken a left turn. For the worse. Cop cars and yellow tape covered my street like the world's most unwelcome parade. And my building was the Grand Poobah float at the center. Hey kid, what's happening here? Oh, hey mister. Newspaper? Just a nickel. Not right now, thanks. What's with all the activity? That kind of information will cost you a quarter. That's so, huh? 
spill it. Overheard one of the Heat saying they got a hostage situation going on in there. The Heat? How old are you? 52. Old enough to know better. What else did you overhear? <sighs> yeah, it might be Red's gang. They found his rolls just a block away. Still further than Red would walk, especially in this neighborhood. Heard tell they got a lady in there. A lady, huh? That's good. That means Donna got out. I heard that. What are you insinuating? Y you'll always be a lady to me. You watch yourself before I stop cracking wise and start cracking skulls. So who is in there if not you? I reckon that's that posh dame that was hanging around here this morning. That'll be another quarter. Our client? Yep. She came back not long after you ducked out. Said the boys who threatened to disappear her fella were trying to do the same to her. You could have saved me a quarter if you'd spoken up a little faster. Well, I guess I'd better scoot around the back entrance and see what I can do. Donna... If you're gonna finish that sentence with a, You wait here, you know what my answer's gonna be, right? I really regret getting you boxing lessons for Christmas last year. Let's go. Uh, excuse me, mister? Yes, young fellow? I reckon I was pretty... Helpful. You do, do you? If nothing else, we won't have to worry about the jingle of loose change giving us away. Hey, Jesus! Jesus! Hey, wait a minute. Might even be willing to keep the cop occupied while you slip away. That's worth an say. You! Wait a second! No, stop! I'm talking to you! Give him a buck and let's go! Wait, no. I need to talk to you. Stop! Wait! Paper officer? Oof! Oh! Oh! Right on my keys. Oh, hey. Sorry, sir. I got restless leg syndrome. There's something weird about that kid. Apart from him being a newspaper boy at 50 and a zebra. Relieved of a dollar, Pluto and Donna make their way around the back of the office building, hiding from both the windows above and the watchful eyes of the cops below. Hey, I thought you didn't want to narrate this in case you got shot. Eh, it's in my contract. At least one sentence in each episode. Or I don't get my per diem. You get per diem? Man, I have got to get an agent. I'd forgotten the smell of the rear stairwell, but it came back quick. Dumplings, dust, and desperation. Donna slipped off her shoes and was so stealthy, I had to sneak a glance behind me to make sure she was still there. You know you're not supposed to do that, right? Damn, I do owe that couple an apology. Huh? Orpheus and Eurydice, long story. I'm not much for rompers on a man, but I have to say my boss has the backside of a god. As we carried on up to our floor, I wondered, would he go to these links to save me, or just a sexy client with big money bags? Ah, hell. Well, hello, Detective Donna. Dr. Theo, what are you doing? It's nothing personal. Don't know about you, but a gun in my face feels pretty personal. What are you doing working for Red? He promised me my own personal protection squad if I helped get you off his case. So that's what I'm doing. Now, move. All this to be safe from a gaggle of teenage girls? And the football team, and half the lacrosse team, plus the janitorial and kitchen staff, my research assistant, and the tenure committee. Believe me, it's worth it. So what happens if your protection squad falls in love with you too? If my pro- What? Ah, uh, mm, oh, crap. Just keep walking. Dr. Theo shoved the colt into the small of my back and flapped his other hand in the general direction of my office. I looked down at Donna, who looked as cool as a long drink of water infused with cucumber, making her doubly cool. 
I knew my secretary had guts, but today she was a veritable sweetbread factory. Yes, the doc escorted us down the hallway, I stole a sideways look at my boss. From the thoughtful look in his eye, he was either formulating one of his crazy plans, or he was narrating. Either way, leaving it up to him was gonna get us killed deader than Sunday church services when the Golden Gophers are playing the Badgers for the slab of bacon. Ooh, you reckon we need a footnote for that one? Do I look like a Google Doodle? They can look it up or get it from context. Well, go on, open the door and get in there. You'll never make it out of here, you know. There's cops everywhere. (laughs) The nerdy scientist always gets away. How else can you hint at a sequel? In. Well, looky here. Good work, Theo. That's Dr. Theo. And would you ask your man to back off, please? Sure. Dr. Theo. Mo, give the man some air. More air, Mo. It doesn't count if he still has his hand on my shoulder. Mo, go check in our guests. Are you just one big muscle under that trench coat, or did you stack three gorillas one on top of the other? Hmm? Oh, hello, Mo. Welcome to Club Thug. (laughs) Come on in. She doesn't sound very scared. She will. Now, let's talk business. As in, I told you to get your nose out of mine. I can't do that, Red. A man is missing. And you think I had something to do with that? Red, I think you had everything to do with that. Not to worry you, but the missing guy was Red's last nerdy scientist. I'm more worried about why you still have your tongue in my ear. Dang! There is something strange about you. You have no idea. The plan I'd been formulating was taking shape when suddenly that shape had a few extra curves. The party's out here. Detective. Doctor. Donna. And that's the end of part one. Wait, this is a two-parter? It is. Oh, I get it. If this is part one, that's why no one's been shot yet. No. Damn it, two. What? You don't say that in a detective drama. The same way you never say, just one last time, or what's the worst that could happen, or... It's just a three-hour tour. You got that? Two? Two? It was a dark day, even for a city where most folks would wear night vision goggles 24-7 if they hadn't all suddenly disappeared that one strange Tuesday. As I stared down the barrel of Red's pistol, I lit up a cigarette and flicked it out the window because I don't smoke. Just what had happened in my interior office? Where was the mysterious missing scientist? Or when? And why did my secretary have her tongue in Dr. Theo's ear? Damn it, that's so nasty. You have no idea. You've been listening to- Oh, no you don't, Glitter Pants. We may be down a tour guide, but end credits are not in the noiration carve-out. You've been listening to Lee Shackelford as Pluto, Sarah Golding as Mrs. Sheffield, Bonnie Brantley as Donna, David Astier as Dr. Theo Brome, Tim Sherburn as Colin, Eric Perry as Joe, Shannon Perry as Madeline, Kevin Hall as Greg, 
Kyle Jones, who's around here somewhere, was your narrator too, and I'm Chris Nadolny Gorley, your narrator. Our music is composed and performed by John Faley. Lucas Elliott creates our artwork. Sarah Golding is our dialogue editor. Shannon Perry is our sound designer. Oz9 is written by Shannon Perry. Oz9 is a proud member of the Fable and Folly Network. Be sure to check out all the great shows at fableandfolly.com. Two, two, if you can hear me, just say meanwhile. Two, I'll let you hold the microphone next time. You can even cup your hand over your ear and I won't make fun of you. Two, come on tour guide, come on out. Are you okay? You didn't eat an olive, did you? The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. It happened in the quiet town of Podunk, an ages-old family mystery. What happened with Great Grandpa? Why won't you talk about it? Because there's nothing to say, Ninten. Begets an unprecedented paranormal event. Help, brother! My lamp attacked me. It was hovering the air. It unplugged itself and came at me. Mind control. Why is that crow smoking a cigarette? Okay, we're playing inside today. Zombies. I could have gotten out of here on my own. You were hiding in a coffin. It was a good disguise. Extraterrestrials. You've seen them too? I've been observing them for days. <laughs> I beat up aliens with my baseball bat. Children with psychokinetic powers. I let that little light of mine shine, Mama. And it melted the darkness away. And that's just the beginning. Introducing Mother She Wrote, a travelogue diary through the biggest cult phenomena in video game history, the Mother series, as it's called in Japan, and Earthbound, as it's called everywhere else. Each episode, we recount the story through immersive audio drama as it's lived by the characters, unpacking the surreal adventures, tear-jerking moments, and what it all means. If you're new to the series, we'll take you beyond the controller and into the story. And if you're a longtime fan, relive these tales like never before and learn fascinating new facts about your favorite games. Find Mother She Wrote on your favorite podcast player and at MotherSheWrote.Earth.